And I just remember, like, the voice actor's voice was, like, it's, like, like, yeah, <laughs> TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, with your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Happy Wednesday, Matthew. Happy Wednesday to you, sir, and any day that anyone else is listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Nerdy Misfits Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Con. Woot woot. And today we'll be just creating more chaos with our voices. Exactly. There'll be, maybe, it'll be one of those episodes where we have some organization for at least part of it. The start. Maybe. But it, it's crazy to me because I think this is. So it's for us. It's like the third, second, second week of January, right? Yes. And this is the second Wednesday in a row we've actually recorded on a Wednesday. That's true. Which is crazy. Which we'll actually be recording two episodes. Exactly. But they don't need to know that. Only I actually. Of the game. T- this week is going to be four plus episodes this week recorded. Yeah. Yeah. At least three. At least three, which is good. That's good for us. I less do stressful agree. for Matt. Exactly. Less Behind the scenes, it's less. Less stressful for Matt once we're once we're ahe- if we're ahead at least one at least one episode I think mm. it takes a lot off off of it does and it just it stresses me out less if I could just be a little bit of head yeah. little little ahead uh, <laughs> a little bit ahead some people like more than a little but <laughs> you know <laughs> but um yeah it's you know just so it's not a matter of Matt messaging me the night before me like. Okay, you can uh, put it up and create the description. Yeah. And all it's that. the cushion room that we. I like to have the cushion room. <laughs> you know, yeah, you can just be like, "Oh, it's already on, already on the drive." Yeah, I don't got to stress can, about Connor, it. It's all in Connor now. Exactly, it's Connor's fault if it's. I gotta get back into doing better summaries. I think too. Yeah, if you guys don't know, we uh, we use a drive, the Google Drive. Just easy way to Matt put, puts a, puts up a podcast. I grab the podcast, I'll upload it, and just so I don't have to listen to the entire podcast again, Matt. We'll put little notes just so I know kind of what to title it or what to put do the description yeah. on. And the boy's been uh, slacking on some of the descriptions. Thankfully, some a lot of those have been pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, like I don't think I did a summary for the Christmas special. I don't really do summaries for the specials, I don't think. Or one topics. Yeah, if it's specifically one topic, then it's just... It's we easy. know what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. It's just a matter of coming up with a title. Yeah, like the winter anime it. one, I don't think I did one for. It's just... Well, and that one's easy. Descriptions just like the boys talk about the upcoming winter season exactly. of anime. Exactly. Easy peasy. But, exactly. it, you know, it's like episodes like we had out, episode 36, where we're all over the map, and I'm like, hey, I can't Those ones are, yeah. Those to, ones uh, are too chaotic. Hard to title. Yep. Hard to title. So, usually I just pick out, like, the first thing we talk about. That's good. Good call. Good call. And then, uh, or first real topic we talk I th- about. I think Connor comes up with, of the... Six specials and thirty six episodes we have right now. I think I've named three of them. Yeah, Matt seems to str- seems to struggle. Titling with the is not my thing. Never has been. Never will be. If I ever become an author, the title of the book's gonna be. I'll help you, terrible. brother. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'll give you the nice forward page. <laughs> it's fine. Thanks. Uh, Shoutouts to my boy Connor for uh, the title. naming the title. Naming the book for me. Uh, Any, yeah. But um, speaking of books. Speaking of books, I thought it was the perfect transition myself. Uh, Matt has been cranking out, already cranking out the the. Got it, man. I had to up my reading and goal. Shows and reading. Yeah, not too. Yeah, yeah. I guess shows a bit too. Um, yeah, I've been cranking out. You know, today is the January eleventh of this recording day, and I've read one, two, 
three mangas, finished up a novel, and read two graphic novels, and started another book. Legendary. And started another graphic novel. But I fell asleep last night, so I didn't really read too much of that. All right. So wh- what fine. What for the audience have you been reading? Okay. What, what is, should they read any of it? Is uh, it all good? Is so it all bad? If you're a fan of an- if you're a fan of manga like Shonen Jump particularly, and you're a fan of Marvel and you like the Western comedic aspect of comics, I just finished t- the two volumes that are out. I think that's the end of it. it was a uh, Deadpool Samurai, which was through Viz Media, so it's a proper like manga company, and it was literally just a Deadpool manga, and it was super amusing. And there's a lot of references to big anime cultures. I think there's a scene where Deadpool's reading Demon Slayer. And there's so a it's s- Gintama, but with Deadpool. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And he jokes the fact that he goes to Japan and that they, because of his media, they don't have the full rights to Marvel. They have to have Markov characters. So you get introduced to Sakura Spider, mm-hmm. who is like part of the international samurai squad that uh, Deadpool joins. And you get introduced to Kage, mm-hmm. who is a Japanese pop star who has Kage with her, who I believe in Japanese just means shadow or... um. Something like that. Um, but the shadow is Venom. Oh, okay. So, it honestly, it's, I think you would enjoy it personally, Connor, because you know enough about Marvel and manga that you'd kind of get a kick out of it. Like, he is makes it fun right of the Shonen. other way, too? Like yeah, yeah. It's okay. a li- it's full, like, right to left, like, you know. And there's, like, Deadpool makes fun of things. He's like, oh, this next shot, I'm just going to, like, get this guy to bleed. Sorry to hear that for the editor and the artist or the illustrator. And then the next page is just, like, all, like, blood spot. And then the next panel will be like, you really didn't spend too much time even looking at that page, did you? So it, it's very uh, comedic. Fourth, it's very Deadpool. but Yeah, fourth wall, but with a nice... Plopped into the Japanese exactly. universe. Exactly. Yeah. And various characters show up, like Loki's the main villain-esque. Um, Not who you'd expect, I guess. No, but the spo- I don't want to spoil it, because it's, yeah, it's so it. random. But I'll have to bring it over for you to read. Um, anyway, so I read those two volumes. Um, I finished up the first book of The Guardian's... Of the children, I believe is the series. It's based on the rise the the movie Rise of the Guardians is based off this book series. So okay. you follow your main character Nicholas Saint North, who is a Russian bandit, who Not what I would have predicted, comes okay. <laughs> comes to this like forgotten city after he fights like a spirit in the forest and a giant bear before he gets introduced to Omdric, okay. who is like this old wizard from the lost city of Atlantis, and he created this village called Santa Clusen. Wow, we're, there's a whole lot going on. They here. go on an adventure with their robot character they made, who Rudolph. gets no, oh. who gets attacked and corrupted by the boogeyman before the Yetis show up. After the cult that is obsessed with the man on the moon, who's actually a prince from a distant humanoid world away, who oh. lives on the moon. Okay, um, it's it's a great read. <laughs> what the heck? I just started the second book, which is called, I believe, East Bunnand and His Adventure, okay. which is obviously the Easter Bunny. Yep. Basically, long story short, it's based on like Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Jack Frost, Tooth Fairy, Father Time, Sandman, the Man on the Moon, all those Very like loosely. all those like folk fairy tale esque <laughs> stuff, and um, just a twist on all. of Yeah, them. and they're like the guardians of the children, you know, yep. and the whole thing is that they won't. See, they'll cease to exist if people don't believe in him, believe in them. like that cliche. Yeah, okay. But it's just super over the top random. 
Well, I couldn't I tell just, by the things you were saying. Yeah, I left out a bunch of other details. Like, I didn't really touch upon the weird Yetis too much. But anyways, um, so I read that. Um, read uh, probably one of my favorite mangas, I think, honestly. And this is uh, my first big non-shonen manga, which was I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. It's a good story. For my first out-of-side shonen, I think it was great. Have you seen the movie, though? I haven't, no. Okay. I'm probably going to borrow that from you to watch it, because I'm curious okay. of the I've adaptation. I've seen the movie, and I've read the manga. And yeah, obviously, like, without going super spoiler, you you know what's happening, but yeah. it is still, like, pretty emotional. Like It is, honestly. And the art's, the art's nice. Art's the story nice overall is good. Story's nice and slice of lifey. Um, it's like, romancy. Yeah. Slice of life, romance, tragedy. Yeah. Mix of everything. It was pretty good. Uh, um, it's it's obviously a pull at your heartstrings story. Oh, but most definitely. The freaking story is called I Want to Eat Your but Pancreas. It's, it's but just, the thing that's nice about it is it's just you grab that one. It's just an um, all-in-one story, right? It's nice. Exactly. You can grab two separate re- volumes yeah. if you want to. You've been reading so many so many manga where you're just like, okay, volume 50. And you're like, yeah. or like Ugh. even like the ones that you want to read. You're like, yeah, they're okay, all super like long. Matt uh, is taking Claymore. Hasn't started yet, I don't think. I have not, no. But that's like what? 26 25 volumes something like that that. 20 some odd yeah even though that's shorter than a lot of stuff you've been reading but it was nice for i want to eat your pancreas because of i think it was only 10 chapters in total yeah it's just like you just grab it you read it and you're like okay done nice nice. yeah you know it's a nice change of pace it is honestly like i think i just sat there and read the entire thing in one sitting i believe it yeah for sure which i mean is not bad at all my only thing is my hand this sounds so weird but my hands are still adjusting to reading manga no because I read a lot. Yeah, yeah, read. I read a lot of books, right? So when I read a book, the weight shifts from my right hand to my left hand, right? The other so thing when is I'm reading manga, it feels weird. Not the switching of the pages, but the weight shifting. I think from the book to too. Hand. It's a smaller book. Yeah, which is also something I used to. I feel like, like Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, super easy to read physically because it's like such a bigger book. Yeah, it's standard. It's West, almost all right. Yeah, it's yeah. like a Western sized book. And then Naruto, like, One Piece, like, those ones are all more of, like, your regular size, yeah. what you would expect from, like, a Takabon or a volume of manga. But the How Do Your Pancreas is, like, the smaller, like, chubby boy. Yeah, it's like the traditional three-in-ones, like, 400 pages of manga straight, right? Yeah, so that one's not my favorite style to read in terms of yeah. physically, but... But it is what it is. I still think the nice. story was great. Uh, and then... I read a couple of graphic novels. One was super confusing. That was Flashpoint Beyond. And after reading that, I really realized that if you want to read DC recently, you have to pick either Scott Snyder or Jeff Johns. And just follow what they're doing. And follow no what they're doing. There's no connection? Like, there's no overlap? No. Either. Because Scott Snyder did, um, obviously, New 52 and stuff. And then he did some of Rebirth. He had his all-star Batman line. And then he wrote Batman for a bit. And then he went into Metal, Death Metal, well, The Dark the Multiverse, Justice League. That connected to also to the metal stuff. Okay, so metal is metal is part of the whole dark universe kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's all connected to the dark multiverse that Scott Snyder did. I believe he created him and um, Greg Capullo, I think. Yeah, or Jim Lee, one of the others. So that's like there. That's Scott Snyder's part of DC. Okay, and then you have Jeff Johns, who is known for so many stories: Blackest Night, Brightest Day, Flashpoint, writing half of the New Fifty Two, like two Green Lantern titles, the Justice League at one point. And then when Rebirth happened, they wanted to try and explain Rebirth, so they did the Doomsday Clock, 
which connects to the Watchmen, bringing the Watchmen into the I main DCU. I remember the Doomsday Clock because that's where we stopped. stopped reading DC regularly. Yeah, and then that took, like, Jeff Johns, like, I think two and a half years to write 12 issues. To be fair, he was doing a lot because he, he was, was doing he was a lot, heavily yeah. involved with DC the TV shows and stuff, and stuff. And yeah, and the, the movies. Shows. Um, but then out of Part that, of me wishes he never did, though. I'm going to be honest. I, honestly, if he didn't go into TV and more of the movies, I think I'd still be reading comics daily. Yeah. Not he, daily, sorry, but, like, more frequently. Yeah, he... I mean, I feel like he was comfortable doing it because he was leaving Jim in charge of a lot yeah. of stuff. And they had Which Scott, is understandable. And they had strong writers like Scott take, yeah. like, taking even bigger steps. Exactly. But he did write some... He has and still is a fantastic writer. Like, he's Phenomenal. written some great, great stories. I agree. Some of my favorite DC stories are Jeff Johns. Um, but then, uh, Doomsday Clock, or whatever happened, they brought the Watchmen main into the into the main continuity, I think. And then there was a storyline that happened with the comedian's button that was like a Batman Flash crossover. Okay. And then that brought Thomas Wayne back into existence from the Flashpoint universe into the main continuity for a bit. And then Bruce and like Batman and Flashpoint Batman like add like actual talks and everything and then thomas wayne's batman became like a weird paradox inside the dcu that jeff johns was writing so then he gets pushed back to the flashpoint universe even though it ceases to exist technically but then during flashpoint beyond thomas wayne batman has the memories of being the main continuity but then he's back in flashpoint but then he's super but then thomas wayne knows that he lives in a paradox because the flashpoint shouldn't have happened because barry didn't run back in time anymore like it's just a weird classic time paradox. Like it's different from time travel right. at this point. Um, but then there's parts that so that all connects to Jeff John. So it's literally like you have your Scott Snyder, Dark Metal, Dark Multiverse, whatever, man Batman who laughs, the Wonder Woman esque stuff that was going on, and then you have the complete opposite side, which is like everything else. And it seems right now that because of Flashpoint Beyond, they're going into what's called the Golden Age era of the comics again where they're trying to bring back like the original golden age characters to be more modern and that's I think Jeff Johns project right now. Interesting way. I mean there that makes sense though bringing back Yeah. Like I I get that kind of It all it all depends on how it happens is the main thing, right? Yeah. But I get the idea of being like, "Oh, we want to make these old characters more relevant." Which and, makes sense. And yeah. And then looping it in instead of just bringing randomly exactly. being like, boom. They're here I, now. I do agree with that. And I feel like that's what Jeff John's doing. And somewhere in between all this, there was a storyline called Future Slate, Future State that happened, which I think Scott wrote, but I'm not entirely sure. That came out of Dark Knight Metals and stuff, I think. Okay. But yeah. again, I'm not entirely which sure. Which we both have read Metal. and I've read Metal. I <laughs> took like four hours to read the graphic novel mid last year so I could try and understand. I have not read the sequel Death Metal, though. Confusing stuff. It is, and it it bugs me because I should like it more than I like. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely feel that. But anyway, so that was that, and then I read uh this Godzilla vs Power Ranger graphic novel, it's a which was one. just dope. Yeah. I loved it. The artwork was super clean. You had some of the kaiju. I mean, that is basically what the Power Rangers fight, anyways. Yeah, it's just pretty not, much just not named. just not Godzilla yeah, himself. Not, you know, name dropped Godzilla. But like, yeah, King Ghidorah shows up. Uh, the aliens from Planet X, which is like a more obscure Godzilla reference. Um, okay. And there's more Power Ranger lore. I don't know. All around was pretty good. Um, I'm gonna wrap this up quick. And then the things I'm currently reading is uh, a new Star Wars book from the High Republic called Quest for the City, which is the mid-grade novel. Quest for the Hidden City, yeah. Um, 
which is going to be pretty neat. And then I'm also reading a Marvel graphic novel off the app um, for their, what's 1602, which is just the Marvel Universe if it was going on during 1602. Oh. And it's only eight issues, and 1602 just seems super random to me. Well, what's uh, the one's 2099, the Spider-Man? 2099, yeah. Where did they come up with that number? Again, super random. Miguel O'Hara's, but universe but there's a lot more in 2099 than there is in 1602 fair fair because you can make everything technical like more techie you can just make things up yeah but 1602 like is it just gonna be like westerns i'll let you know if anyone's listening and curious i'll let you guys know but anyways yeah so that's enough of me rambling for what i've read and then what i've watched my goodness um i'm still in the criminal minds kick um halfway through season nine you lasted longer than Um, me I, I watched really so much, and then it. I just kind of, like, stop. It's a weirdly good background show, if I wanted something Yeah, like, you don't mind. feel like you need to hardcore pay attention. Yeah. Season 8 was great, because there was a lot of, like, guest stars, and then... But season 9 so far has just been so 50-50. Yeah. And I know I'm getting far enough now that I know some of the cast are going to be leaving, leaving the next season yeah. or two, and I'm like, ugh. Which is meh. Maybe you'll end up dropping it then. Yeah, I think I will. It depends. Because I think by the end of it, the only two or three people left are like jj spencer garcia from the original season one cast um i finished up mr iglesias just a netflix show it's like my show while i cooked been cooking a lot more recently it's just i gabriel iglesias is one of my favorite comedians okay um so him having his own netflix show i thought was interesting and like hell yeah i was like you know what screw it um I got sad, though, because the last episode of season three, I didn't know it was the last episode of season three, and it was just, like, a wholesome episode. And you're like, what's next? And I was like, oh. I was like, I I got to, like, the three quarters of the way through the episode. I was like, this has got to be it. I have a bad feeling. Like, this is it. And then it was just, like, all happy-go-lucky, and, like, everyone was, like, dancing by the end of it. And I was like, oh, this is great. And I was like, yep, this has got to be the end. And then told Netflix, like, oh, thank you for watching. We recommend these. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. Um, And then, obviously, Last Airbender. Been watching that. Episode will be done. out shortly. Yeah, pretty much done. Pretty well done, yeah. Yeah, so as I'm recording this, we're sl- planning the recording date. Exactly. we will be having a special guest. Yeah. A big a big Avatar Last Airbender yes, fan. someone who's watched it many a times. Many. Which, no, I'm going to save that for the episode. For the episode? Never mind. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that episode is going to be released before released the soon. end of February. Yeah. Or sorry, before February. Before February, yeah. Yeah. So look forward to that. Super excited to record that, and I'm super excited to hear Matt's Overall opinions. Thoughts. Matt's a very opinionated lad, and I'm I'm excited. I'm to hear more his. opinioned when people are so obsessed and hype it for me. That's that's fair. Or yeah, because it has been hyped up. Yeah, could it's, be it's the, the Winter uh, Soldier all Winter over Soldier, again. Yeah, exactly, all over again. I remember that. So yeah, because everyone hyped that movie up so for me. They're like, "This is the best Marvel movie." So and then you watch it, and you're like, "It was good." I was like, "Yeah, it's a solid right. Marvel movie." I don't know, whatevs. Going back though, do you still rank it high? Winter Soldier? Yeah. See, I haven't seen like part of Phase 1 and Phase 2 in so long that I don't know where things sit That's it. we got to do a watch party. All righty. All of the MCU. <laughs> All 20-some-odd films. Remember we'll just watch, watch it on Captain like 3X. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I remember this. We'll fly through. I feel like we could skip Phase 1. I think I remember Phase 1 yeah, the most. I, I, phase 1 I definitely remember the most. Phase 2 is where it kind of falls off a little bit for me. Yeah, some of the Thor 2 is like, don't remember don't that Don't remember really anything. Uh, from Captain America two. 2, I remember the gist of it. Civil War, Age of Ultron. No, Civil War is Phase 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Ant-Man, I remember mostly. 
I remember the Thomas the Tank scene. Yeah, okay. I mean, the important thing is just that the Ant-Man is introduced. That's some yeah. of the, that's like it feels like some of the first films. That's really the important part. You're just like, okay, this character and the concepts that come with this character. So exactly. like the pin particle and Exactly. The, the, that's the important parts to take yeah. away. We're hoping to do a more Marvel MCU based episode before Ant-Man comes out on mid February. Yeah, we can discuss some of our ups and downs of the MCU. Favorites and least favorites and um we because this is the beginning of phase five. Which is crazy to think. So Ant Man Quantum And Phase Four was just phase. very free for all feeling. Which I'm still okay with though. I don't know. You say that, but we've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Some of your least favorite Marvel films for Mar- MCU. Yeah. Are the films that don't correlate to the MCU well. I know, which is funny. And phase four, that is phase four. But almost. the thing about that is that I was more upset about that within the first phase three because everything was trying to connect. But with phase four, it's similar to comics. After a big giant event happens, everyone kind of goes their own way. We start making new teams, everything like that. So for me, phase four. We're back in origin. Okay. Phase exactly. four is like. Where the co- these are the characters. These the are next generation. These are the characters you're gonna learn about. These exactly. are the characters that are gonna be involved. Like they're influenced by these past characters. So phase five theoretically should be the start of starting to build towards something else. Correct, which 100 percent it is because of who the villain is in Quantum Mania, and how because literally Kang is the villain of Ant Man three, mm-hmm. and the end of phase six the movie is literally called the Kang Dynasty. Yeah, so <coughs> we're. Hoping to start seeing yeah. that building towards exactly. But uh, by the uh, way, did you building see towards Avengers? Did you see the new Ant Man trailer? I know you're not big on trailers because I didn't send it this one to you. I watched it this morning. It was like two days ago. It oh, came, it came out two days ago. I haven't seen it. Um, I saw the one that when we went to see Avatar. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I can say about this one is for the <laughs> Marvel's now trying to do more comic accurate characters, and Modok. Strange pointed. Oh no, <laughs> Modok is comic book accurate. You I'm only scared. see a side profile. I'm scared. But it's exactly what you think. The oversized head in a weird suit oh boy. body I'm thing. Kind and of I was excited. like, oh, this is the character we decide that we're going to go full comic book accurate this late this in the game. This is where we're going. Com- I like it. Good okay. decision. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't know. I think. As someone who watched a ton of Iron Man, <laughs> 90s Iron Man, Modok was always like the sidekick to uh, the Mandarin. It's true. And I just remember, like, the voice actor's voice was, like, this, like, like, yeah, <laughs> So, I I mean, I'm both scared to see how it's going to look in live action. Because he is a ridiculous-looking character. You know? He's a very absurd-looking character. I agree. <laughs> so, you got to watch this hit show on Disney Plus, then. Modoc. <laughs> Modoc. And it's just, like, it feels like... Robot chicken esque, and I think I've watched the first episode, but there's ten episodes of this. Canon in MCU? I don't think so. There is some Marvel shows that are on Disney Plus that I haven't watched yet that are all animated that aren't uh directly connected to the MCU. I didn't know they did that. Such as Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey. This were like um the Hulu original shows. Oh okay. Yeah, like I think Kevin Smith had. Uh, connections for the hit monkey but there is a lot of shows that are also um that weren't canon to the mcu that came out during the mcu like there's of course, three yeah. seasons of the runaways which well you is have to ex- think of how many 
how much planning was going into some of those shows pre success yeah. of MCU like well there's um Hellstorm which mm-hmm. is another Marvel product um there's Runaways Cloak and Dagger has Cloak their own Dagger, show yeah. I feel like I'm missing one of like the exp- there's obviously the all the the um Netflix shows that I still haven't finished I'm sure those ones will be ending up in the MCU in some way or another. Well, though. yeah, they're all connected, more more or less. They're well. affected by, but not the vice versa. Not the opposite. Yeah, they don't affect the MCU, but the MCU affects them. Exactly. They call it the Defender Saga. Oh. I did not know that. Very cool. I don't really like go on to like just the, the Marvel. MCU. Yeah, you just look up what it. you want to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Marvel origin stories. Spider Verse is their own character. Egg ca- own character. Um, own section, Marvel Legacy movies. Uh, okay. yeah, it's like the pre MCU. That's what they're gonna call it. Like Deadpool's gonna be like, "Oh, you want to know more about this? Look up Marvel Legacy kind of thing." Yep, I can see that for sure. Marvel, yeah, Marvel series and specials, but I don't think this is connected to the MCU. No hit monkeys in here. These are all like the documentary stuff. Oh, Inhumans. That was the show uh, I was thinking yes, of. Inhumans. Remember when that was gonna be a movie? Yikes. Remember uh, when the first two episodes was brought to IMAX because I thought it was going to be a hit? Yeah, good times. I mean, I feel like we... I remember when it was like there was like the movie, like when they first announced it, and you and I were both like... Because yeah. like, I never even enjoyed them in the comics. I, I enjoyed some of the... Okay, let Human me... Human Torch me, Medusa? Mm, <laughs> no, let me like reiterate. I enjoyed the conflict they brought yeah. between like mutants, them, like another different you know, variant human or yeah. kind of thing. What a twist. They're the same. Which, you know, is the X-Men versus X-Men versus Avengers. Yeah. Like, you know, like create the drama. inner world conflict of yes, Marvel. Of course. But they literally are just mutants for, for simplicity. It, it's, sake. it's actually the other way around. Right. No, seriously. But, so but, but you're saying like canon, but I just mean in yeah. general, like the creation of them. Yeah. Originally, it did feel like it was a we don't have the license for mutants we are making our new mut- we're making a new variant that is our mutants for, co- for I, comics and slash I want to say Inhumans actually came first in the comics. Did they? Dating back to Fantastic Four because Black Bolt gets brought into the Fantastic Four comic but early I'm on but I don't know how their origin Yeah, that's connects. what I mean. Yeah. Like, what the actual connection because they didn't start really writing about the Inhumans until mcu you know what i mean like yeah where like they actually had real so you can say black bolt existed but was he an inhuman were inhumans like fleshed out no that's fair yeah because it feels like it's possible that they looked back and they're like oh wow we have these things that are basically just like mutants why don't we just bring these back and give them a real backstory no that's fair speaking of things that got a a huge overhaul and real backstory. I finished Wednesday. Yes, and how was that? Yay, it was nay. okay. Like, it wasn't like anything insane, but I mean, it kept my attention the whole time. That's good. So I think you know, that's a bonus with Netflix shows. But um, I just didn't realize. Well, now I do realize that it wasn't that how complex or like developed the Adams family's universe was, but it's clear that obviously that was a lot of it was done for this show. Mm-hmm. Like cuz it's a comic strip, right? Originally and then obviously they have the shows. I think so. But I'm 
surprisingly more interested in the in the world because I didn't I didn't really know much about the island. I remember like watching every now and then like some of the older Adams Family episodes. Yeah, if they're on TV, I remember seeing some, but I didn't realize how just open um it was that like in the world where it's just like yeah werewolves exist like normie like human like regular humans oh yeah yeah that's all like like i didn't know like i was going in super blind had no idea you know i always just thought oh the adam's family was just weird that's fair i can see what you mean yeah but wednesday really helped open up the the world to me it it feels it fits the 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 school was cool yeah like some of it some of the show felt a little cliche, like but it's Netflix for you though. But I thought I don't know, overall I thought it was pretty good. It was a mystery it was more of a mystery than anything else, but season two got confirmed a few days ago. I believe so, yes. So that's exciting. See where see where they go though. I but I did like a lot of the characters. Some of the characters were predictable, but still, it was enjoyable. Did you like the music? The music was good. Heck yeah. I mean, some of it was definitely very classic, kind of like what you would expect for, or like um, rethought out versions of the yeah. original Adam's Family. Danny kind of. Elfman, and Danny Elfman, one of the but greatest composers in my opinion. It was good, the creepy kind of tones, yeah. and then the the cello scenes. I've heard of those. Those were pretty epic. Yep. But overall, I'd say yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. Like I would recommend, I would recommend watching it. Yeah. If it's only what ten episodes? Eight, I believe. Oh, even better. Maybe I'll try and uh, try and sit down and watch it after I finish Avatar: The Last Airbender. Of course. And then uh, what else? Uh, Monster is now on Netflix for Canada. Yeah, which is a big thing. I remember I you saying. In Canada, I've never watched it, the show yet, because it was like impo- I couldn't find it, like yeah. legal source to watch it. So then I just like it just kind of went on the back burner, and then I started reading it. So I was like, whatever. yeah, what so else? I, I will definitely be watching it on Netflix after I'm done reading it. Mm-hmm. Excited to see. Because I know a lot of people. How far are you through the anime. manga right now? I'm on like volume four or five. Of how many? Uh, I don't remember. It's a bit. It's a it's a lengthy boy. Yeah. And those are like bigger. Like they're probably like two, two, two and one for size. Okay. Really. But I'm enjoying it so far. It's definitely just more of just like a mystery. and like Yeah near to society and uh last last week two weeks or the episode 36 uh you you mentioned that you're gonna start reading percy jackson yes i started reading that slowly how are you liking i know you're not too far you based on what you told me you're only on like finishing up chapter three i believe yeah i haven't read much Um, so it's i mean it's just a matter of getting into the yeah once you get into like you know once it's not enough to like have your teeth sunk in yet and then you know then that's when you kind of just go ham. But we'll see what happens. That's so far, fair. it just seems like a... The problem with reading is, like, I've seen so many stories now, it just seems like kind of like a run-of-the-mill story. Yeah. But we'll see what oh, happens. Oh, the hint of Greek mythology. Exactly. A, a run-of-the-mill story? Added with Greek mythology. Yeah. I, I That's do, the twist. I'm hoping you're going to enjoy it because of the way Rick Riordan brings Greek mythology into a modern day, I think is very interesting. Yeah, I'm interested to see... Because obviously I don't know too much about yeah. Percy Jackson, but I understand that he is a child or a half child of half blood of of one of yep. the gods, yep. which I'm pretty sure is Poseidon is his. Yep. Yep. So I'm excited to see 
how the gods, yeah, how they're portrayed in in the world. Like, mm-hmm. are they gonna straight up be, you know, like part of me thinks of like um, Bruce Almighty, <laughs> <laughs> like just like do they just appear and they're just like this human, yeah, that just is broken or how does it work kind of situation? Or is he just gonna talk to like the ocean and he's just gonna be like, Dad, you listening? <laughs> yeah, like he's just gonna. So heard you're my dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, ocean? <laughs> and you hear some like storm clouds. He's like, so is that like. Is that my uncle up there? Like, or? Is that you? <laughs> or like, how does this relationship work? Yeah, that's fair. If you could speak to me, get slapped by like a wave. Yeah, how does this work? It's <laughs> funny. Like, so I'm excited. Does, yeah. he, does Percy end up using the trident or something? Yeah, how does like, that work? I'm well, you've seen him use a weapon briefly. Yes, true. So, yeah, Riptide. So I'm excited to see kind of how they bring in some of them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, mostly just like, are they humans and are they ridiculous humans or not? That's fair. Right, because like I can see it either way. I can see it being a normal person. Like I mean, the whole, the, even just starting with like, oh, the pen, and then right, yeah. so could just be a normal person, but then it ends up being broken. Yeah, or Riptide. That's the, so that's yeah. the name of the the pen. Yeah, You'll, but, uh, that's what will be revealed eventually. But and then, so. or is it just gonna be like they straight up are just wacky? Like yeah. they just come in, you're just like, yep, that's not a normal person. Hey, he's a giant. <laughs> so excited to see. Also yeah. excited to see what kind of monsters end up showing up because like. So far, I've only really seen one, which is like yeah, Mrs. Dodds. Yeah, and although it's kind of like more of like your generic kind of like oh yeah, yeah he's back home, right? Like he's past being home. Yeah. Okay, so you saw the old ladies cut the yarn. Yeah. On the bus. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. They're like uh, by the bus, I should and say. And his friends like sketching out. Yeah, he's, he's like, like oh, he's like, oh, he's like oh, did, get back did on they the cut bus, the yarn? The did they cut the yarn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Grover's losing it. So, uh because I feel like you gotta see a cyclops. At some point, maybe. Yeah, you gotta see a cyclops. I mean, uh, is it gonna be good or bad? Because you gotta keep in mind, in Greek mythology, cyclops help Poseidon a lot in the ocean. That is true. And his uh, his armories and stuff. So, so and but I'm more curious, like how they portray it in the book. Like, yeah. Are they gonna be huge? Are they gonna be? You know? So, some things to look forward to. Okay. Um, other stuff was we did finally finish Hunter Hunter. Yeah, for your anime club. Yep. So we've moved on to uh VV Fluorite Eyes Song, which is a Wit Studio, which if you don't know, Wit Studio is the ones who did the original three seasons of Attack on Titan. Okay. And they also did the first season of Vinland Saga. They're a very good animation studio. Uh what what genre is uh, this new anime? How many episodes? Apocalyptic dystopia. Okay. Kind of so basically, we're not we're only like a couple episodes in, mm-hmm. but the idea is the world has a bunch of AI. The AI are like human robots, yep. not like AI like we have, you know, yeah, like yeah. drawing, doing drawings, more like humanoid AIs. Okay, that are programmed to do a specific thing, and our main character Vivi is a singer. So her whole program is just to sing on a stage at whatever time, every day, blah, 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 blah. Makes sense. Makes sense. And her programming goal is to be on the main stage or something. Okay. So obviously this is a more simplistic, older AI. And then in the future, AI and humans are in a giant war. Okay. And uh, some form of AI comes to the past to try and fix this from happening. So it goes to Vivi. Because since Vivi's an older AI, she ends up getting put away because she's older and yeah. replaced with a newer singing model or whatever. And that's why 
he goes to her because he can like give her updates and um basically you know no one's noticing her kind yeah. of thing like she was an ai he could go that this ai can go to 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 use essentially to try okay. and fix things and it's interesting because obviously it's time travel joy like yeah something's come from the past but the thing that makes it interesting is he on the ai only wants to affect things that would cause this war to happen gotcha and you you've seen this entire anime yeah i've no this is my first time oh it's your first time okay i did and, not know that and uh the thing that makes that interesting is he only shows up every so often okay so like the, the ai will show up and uh will help vivi with whatever or get vivi to help them with um stopping x event from happening then they do that then he's gone for years and he'll come back five years later and make sure that vivi doesn't stop certain events that like she wants to stop because like say um there's this one thing with one of her fans who might go through a tragic accident and vivi wants to stop and he's like if this is meant to happen it's meant to happen we're not doing yeah. it. we're not gonna mess with the timeline more than we have to kind of thing makes sense which is just interesting that it's only showing up every amount of years because I think it's a hundred year gap is the from the first point of VV interacting with this AI to when the this AI is from. Okay. So obviously we're building up to that point. Yeah. So I'm interested to see if it's if the if the future AI keeps coming back more often or if we just keep doing like five, ten year skips. Interesting. For different events. Is it a long anime or thirteen episodes. Oh, that's not too bad. Story's done though, like it's over. To my knowledge, yes. Okay. So we'll see how it wraps up. Obviously, like when it comes to these short ones, you want it to have yeah. a cohesive story and wrap up well. So we'll no, see how definitely. that goes. But we picked a shorter one on purpose this time, obviously. Well, after Hunter Hunter. <laughs> coming off so. a relatively longer one. So we wanted to be able to start kind of getting through some shows. So we yeah. picked a shorter one. Um, we did kind of like a vote. I think we're going to be watching Tokyo Revengers the first season since nice. the second season second just started. Second season's airing, yep. So we'll watch the first season, and that way all the lads can decide if they want to continue watching it or not. That's good. But, yeah, we'll see how VB goes. The big one, and then obviously the anime season started. It's interesting to start seeing uh, more stuff on Disney, stuff on... Um, there's some, obviously, every, every season there's something on High Dive. But So where are you watching this anime? VB's on Funimation and Crunchyroll. Okay. And the dub is on Crunchyroll too, if that's if you're into dubs, because uh, pretty much anything that has a dub on Funimation is dubbed on Crunchyroll now, since they're all together by the same tree, tippity toppity of the tree. Um, but yeah, there was on what was it on Netflix is um oh Netflix has Vinland Saga season yep. two, and then on Disney is Tokyo Revengers. Yep. And then pretty much everything else is on Crunchyroll for the most part. A few outliers on High Dive, but it's interesting to start. And and bonus, Vinland Saga is not in Netflix jail. It is coming out weekly, which is crazy. <laughs> which I like to see because I hate when something's announced to be on Netflix and you're like, oh no. Speaking of something that's going to be on Netflix, um, the season starts in two weeks, and you're you're so far behind in this, so I don't expect you to watch it. But the final season of Flash is oh, starting. Oh, nice. And uh, Stephen Amell threw up on uh, Instagram a couple days ago, and he was just standing beside uh, Grant, Grant Gustin. Yeah, I saw that post. So he's Instagram. coming back for – he's like, you don't need to know how how I came back, why my character's back. 
I just uh, want you guys to enjoy it. Exactly. I mean, yeah. not, not, not surprised with that. But <clears throat> I'm super excited Different for that. Different universes slash time travel. <laughs> I mean, the well, Superman and Lois, whatever that show is called, that apparently takes place in an alternate universe, but which I just is mean, confusing. I just but mean, like, yeah. it's not complicated yeah. to put two but, and two together. But Connor, for this final season, I want, I want the Green Lantern ring, even though it's been destroyed. I want it. You want the Green Lantern ring? I want ring. it. Because they foreshadowed John Stewart. But how Stewart is it destroyed in every universe? It's not destroyed in every universe, exactly. but in the main so continuity, we'll see, we'll see it. Because you're you're so far behind in the CW. You just ever did you ever finish Arrow or anything? You didn't really. I remember there being something with uh not John Stewart, but uh the Diggle. guy yeah the guy with Diggle who's with Oliver Queen yeah John Diggle yeah. is uh was like a was supposed to be him or were like heavy, yeah so like fans hated. yeah fans wanted it. he mentioned the willpower a few times in one of the crossovers uh. From the there was like the '90s Flash TV show, with the he comes to the main continuity from Earth ninety, and John Diggle's standing there, and he straight up goes, "Oh, you're not wearing your ring in this universe." Yeah, I remember so there was that. that. And then on the series finale of Arrow, he's about to leave their ship, their their ship. They're about to leave their house. They're moving to Metropolis, like John Diggle and the whole family. Right. And something like an ast- mini asteroid hits the ground right next to his house. And he goes out, and all you see is he goes to look at it, and he opens it up, and there's just a green light shining on his face. And it's just not talked about for, like, two Ever. seasons or yeah, whatever. And then gone. in Flash Season 8, um, Thawne, Harrison Wells, dude, is in the prison on the the island Yep. Uh, that... Arrow had the island. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, Beyond yeah, yeah. you, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So he's in the prison, and John Diggle visits him, and he has the box, and he's like, "What is this? Like, this needs to be destroyed. Like, I don't. I'm too fearful of this. La da 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 da." Oh, then he doesn't deserve yeah, the ring. Exactly. <laughs> but then he. The first few words you should never use if you want to be a Green Lantern. <laughs> the I'm word fearful. fear. <laughs> I'm scared, Dad. Um, All right, that's it. So him and Thon talk. You, you and lost then, Green Lantern right, privileges. Sorry, you're no, no longer Green Lantern, sir. But then him and Thon talk about it, and Thon's like, oh, no, like that's an overpowering power. like That could help me, kind of thing like that. And he's like, oh, maybe not. And he just destroys the, the box, ring, whatever. But would Thon be able to wear the ring? I, it's not that I think he'd be able to wear it, but I feel like he'd be smart enough to find a way to abuse it. Or he could try and find someone. I could, and yeah, because like Sinestro, for example, he was a Green Lantern, even though he was running like a totalitarian government on his oh, home yeah, planet, sure. right? Because so what's the thing is like you just it, you it runs on willpower, but you it's just you're not scared of anything. Exactly, there could be good willpower, or you could use that will. You know what I mean? Exactly. But anyways, I digress. I'm super excited for it. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future when the season starts. But I think this is a pretty good episode. All over the place, we've but been, uh, also, but no, but but also not at the same relatively time. Relatively related, just to what we've been reading and watching exactly. to catch up, which will bring us into our fan question. We did, but you know what we did forget to do at the beginning of this episode? Say that we were drinking coffee. Say that we were drinking coffee. Yeah, so I guess we could do that quickly. Yeah. Uh, we are drinking coffee. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm drinking a... Matt has gotten me to try a pistachio cold brew. Yeah, the pistachio cream cold brew. It does not taste like anything like pistachio. No, you don't it's taste not, it at It's all? not that it's bad. Like, it tastes fine, but I don't taste any pistachio. Mm. That's fair. It feels weak sauce, so... Yeah. 
Big sauce on you, coffee corporation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but we will accept a sponsorship if you want the <laughs> coffee corporation. This is the big guy. This is right. And I I'm recently just released a pistachio <laughs> cream cone brew. <laughs> so, yeah. You, know. you, you let us know. Someone high up is listening. Nerdy Misfits. <laughs> That's us. Um, and then, yeah, then I'm drinking a cinnamon dolce latte, like usual, almond milk. Um, that's, anyways, the, that's the Mac go to. That is. Anyways, fan questions. This one's coming in from Christian. He's been a nerdy misfit for a while now. Thank you, Christian. He was the one that threw up on his story. Uh, Why is he throwing up on his story? He was drinking just too much? <laughs> <laughs> Stop drinking so much, <laughs> Christian. <laughs> put on his story that he was listening to the podcast. Okay. And I believe it was his brother in law that reached out to him and was like, Yeah, you listen to this? How do you know this, people? <laughs> like, how you listen, how'd you find the podcast? And this is when I found out that. His brother-in-law was searching up just like D&D podcasts and came across ours. Which and is awesome. Which we is were great. founded. It was great. And then Christian was like, oh, yeah, no, I know the guys. <laughs> I, I know like, what? <laughs> um, I know them. Anyways, Christian's question is. Matt's favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> I know him. No. No. Uh, his question is, where do you want to go on vacation next? Well, this is going to go two ways. It's a matter of. Will I have all of the funds saved up to do said vacation? Questionable. Will you have the funds to go to Japan? Exactly. That should not come as a surprise. Let's but be slightly more realistic. But I would... Dream trip is yeah. to go to Japan. Okay. And that's what I would probably try and go with, like, Gray, potentially Matt, depending on how things work Times, out. Times, funds, et cetera. But that would probably be, like, a dream trip. And not just going to, like, you know, Tokyo, but, like, actually seeing some countryside of Japan, too. Like, yeah, I just want to, I would love for it to be, like, a two to three week, like, full out. Yeah, not a quick in and out, like, no. actually, like, like a good a amount of stay. Stuff. Yeah. Especially since it's so far away from us. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's not a place you go too often. Exactly. Um, For a more realistic um, vacation, eh? I don't know. Like, uh, I do. There's a couple places in Europe I would love to see: mm-hmm. Germany, Italy, France. Not necessarily in that order, but I'm a huge foodie, so even like my one of my brothers has been to France, and he didn't have well, he's been to Paris, and he didn't have nice things to say, because apparently the people aren't the nicest. But, and you have a friend from France. Yep, I have to pick him up tomorrow. But, um, I would just love to like get a croissant man like a from like a nice bakery yeah like i feel like there's a baguette apparently their cheese selection is pretty good too they're good old fromage (laughs) like but that's what i mean like i would love to try and not anything like i don't need to go to like a mission star restaurant or anything but i would love to just go to like something like you know pick up some nice cheeses pick up their bread pick up the a croissant like all those the food that we mimic over here exactly yeah, it's like me going to the, the Holland, and I and want like Gouda. Italy, yeah. Italy, Italy. Obviously, yeah. There's so many things like food scene wise I would love to see, love yep. to try, and then there's like you know the Colosseum stuff like that that mm-hmm. I would love to see. It's almost like it makes more sense to just try and find a cruise that kind of yeah and kind of picks off all the co- those countries. Um, but in terms of realistic, realistic. Pretty much any vacation realistic for me would be like going to the states or like yeah, Cuba. I've never been to Cuba, but I'm just not a big go and sit in the sun person. Same. I, as Same. If that somehow comes as a surprise, as like a nerdy person, it's two dudes sitting <laughs> behind mics. <laughs> um, that 
that is not my i'm much more of a like i'd like to see things yeah so realistic it's not really a vacation but um the anime north is coming up mm-hmm. i think it'd be cool to maybe check out anime north in toronto speaking of that toronto comic-con comes out in march so i would say it's not a real vacation per se but it's a to me a vacation is just an experience away from home yeah so i think maybe going to anime even if i'm not there for the whole weekend maybe just going for like the yeah. saturday or something maybe i heard this past anime north was rough so but that was the first one out yeah. of covid no it makes sense so perhaps maybe matt and i will go on like just the one saturday or something an adventure of some sort we can go check out anime north um other than that i think I think going to like a cottage or something is nice. Yep. Somewhere where like you're not hardcore roughing it. Yeah. But you're away from most civilizations still. But yeah, exactly. So I would say maybe like that. Okay, okay. What about you, Matt? Hit us with your dream vacation and then hit us with some maybe like me. Hit hit mm. it with your dream vacation, mm. maybe some places you're interested in and then yeah. realistic stuff. Okay. Um my dream vacation obviously would be Japan is definitely up there. Another one for me is China. Um, okay. I'm a big ancient history buff, so I'd love to see the Great Wall of China in person. I'd love to see the Terracotta Soldiers. Um, if you I could have travel, a lot of cool things in China. Even Egypt to see the pyramids. Like I'd love to see, you know, just ancient history stuff that we don't really have too much of in Canada. That's the thing too. Like Japan's got so much history to it. Yeah, too. it's the culture and stuff, right? Um, Anywhere in Europe, really? Like, I w- it'd be cool to see the Colosseum. I'd love to see some of the old ancient, like, church cathedrals in Ireland. Going to Greece? Going to Greece, even. I've been to Ireland. Um, Can't say. I've been to Ireland. It looks beautiful. Saw St. Pat's grave. It's pretty crazy. sure I took a picture and sent it to you. I think you saying. did, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to go to England and just some, like, dive bar and just have the full England experience. I would, I would like to go to a football match in England. Yeah. That would be crazy. I feel like that'd be insane. The atmosphere would be yeah. insane um more realistic um i'm gonna go take similar like your cottage route where or like anime north where it's more of an experience there's something just past peterborough which are called the petroglyphs and that's another history experience for me where similar to like uh like hieroglyphs from egypt um there's these giant rocks in just past peterborough and it's a lot of the indigenous communities engraved stories onto these rocks oh okay. so it's called the petroglyphs and they tell stories of their myths and legends and stuff like that similar to uh hieroglyphics so so that would be like a day trip which would be super fun to do um and then for a more realistic trip probably vancouver vancouver i'd love to to go never been to vancouver but it looks beautiful i've actually never been in another province i was in quebec for five minutes because we made a wrong turn in ottawa oh yeah well it's right there (laughs) other than that i haven't left ontario yeah uh, um haven't gone to any other province been to a couple states yeah yeah I know that. have not no. not been to it's expensive to tr- to fly anywhere in Canada to Canada. If you want to go west, yes. If you want to go east, not as much. Yeah. Well, it's also not as far. Yeah. But us. if you want to go to like Vancouver, yeah. I think it's like $500. You'll just go on a huge via rail trip. That's what I'm saying. We'll we'll hit up. We'll just travel across Canada, stop in each province for a couple <laughs> weeks each. We'll make it like a whole couple summer weeks. trip. Yeah, we'll make a whole summer trip. Screw it. Uh, There's got to be some cool things in Manitoba, right? Ah, I'm thinking two days in Manitoba <laughs> tops. Uh, but yeah, and Vancouver Saskatchewan. and Saskatchewan. It's Saskatchewan. If you're listening from uh, any of those, I'm sorry, but <laughs> let us know what you guys find interesting in your provinces if you live outside of Ontario. 
Uh, but yeah, no, Vancouver's got everything. And then from a movie buff, that's where a lot of CW shows were shot. Supernatural, course, yeah, Flash, Arrow. The Hollywood. Hollywood North. Of Canada. Yeah, of so the Canada. Literally called Hollywood North is the nickname for it. Tax write-offs um, for all the Americans. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, so uh, I think it'd be, and it just looks beautiful. Like it has the forest, it has the water. Like I'm not, I'm a photographer. Mild weather. For, exactly. I like my landscapes, but yeah. Have you ever thought of uh, living outside of Ontario? Honestly, if, when I retire, if I ever retire. be fully successful <laughs> in this inflation rate of life, um, the Yukon. Really? Yeah. Okay. You're crazy. Love the cold. Um, that's, that's it. I don't know. Yukon's quiet. I have some family up there. So it's easy. Crazy. But I'd love it. I'd be so happy. Yeah, there's... um. Can't say that you guys. I think out east would be cool. Chill. Out east would be nice. Newfoundland. Very we have some chill. friends out there. Yeah, but it also seems very like chill. Yeah. You know, whereas like if you go to like the Vancouver area, it's like you're not complete really opposite. You're not changing living where we are now. No. If you want to go to Vancouver, just go to Toronto, kind of situation. Just well, more I think, landscape. I think Vancouver's better in some. From what I've read, obviously this is coming from that is yeah. near the GTA, but it sounds like they've got a lot more of their shit together. Yeah. Evan, if you're Tran- listening, how's Vancouver? <laughs> like transportation, like public yeah, transportation. Yeah, everything seems a lot more... Seems better. Yeah. But in terms of like cost of living and size and the amount of people, I'm not a big around... Like, I'm not going to say where we live, but it has the appropriate amount of people I like. Yeah. Everyone knows we live in the GTA area, so it's nothing to hide from that aspect. But, but yeah. like when I go to Toronto for the days I have to go to work. There's like slight panic. Yeah. There's so many freaking people so everywhere. so many people. Yeah. So many people. And then like... You just look up and it's just buildings and buildings and buildings. And I'm just like, I'm not, you know, I'm not like a hick from like, you know, in terms of like, I'm not like a, f- you know, town boy, but a smaller city <laughs> is nice. Smaller city is nice. Like Toronto like gives me anxiety sometimes, especially on the busy, busy days. You're like, yeah. oh boy, hope I don't get lost. <laughs> it's true. Which is why I'm super happy I don't drive there. Yeah. That would be just an even extra added stress. Too much. Taking the train, at least I'm like, okay, glad my work's within walking exactly. distance of the Get to of the union, union, call yeah. it a day, you know? I'm just like, oh, that's nice a win. But in conclusion, guys, that's, uh, that's our episode. episode wrapped up once again. Thanks for listening. Remember to join us on all of our social medias. Yes, we're starting to post a lot more on TikTok and, and YouTube, YouTube Shorts. So join us. Join us here on the Join island. the Misfit Island. It's a great time gonna be chaotic a fun time. but fun it's chaotic but fun that should be our tagline <laughs> chaotic, <laughs> nerdy misfits chaotic, chaotic but, but fun. fun and look forward to some big episodes we have some guests that'll be appearing uh we have the avatar episode that'll yep. be coming out avatar so last airbender we got some episode. big things big, big things big stay big tuned and uh yeah we'll see you next week Woo! TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. And see you next week.